Hello there, our dear listeners. Welcome to the HSK Student Pod. This is Richard, your host from the HSK ATEC team. Thank you for joining us on episode 14 of the HSK Student Pod. It's a pleasure to have you as one of our listeners. Before I continue, I just need to take this opportunity to welcome you all our dear listeners to the new academic year 2020-21. I hope you are fine and semester A going well for you despite the ongoing challenges we are currently facing, be it for our student listeners or staff listeners. A special welcome to all our new students. Welcome to the University of Hertfordshire. Dear listeners, I know it has been a long break since we last had our last episode. We are now back on air, and as usual, I don't want to let you down. I have several special guests lined up for you who are going to share wonderful messages with us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. First, we have an introduction message from Karen Atkinson, our Associate Dean for Learning and Teaching and Student Experience. Karen is going to give us some general news and updates on what's going on in the school. I now hand you over to Karen. Hello everybody, my name's Karen Atkinson and I'm the Associate Dean Learning, Teaching and Student Experience here in the School of Health and Social Work. First of all, I'd like to welcome you to our first podcast of the 2020-2021 academic year. As we all know, this year has been so different to any year we've ever experienced before. For one thing, I'm recording this on Zoom. Who knew what Zoom was before March? I'm sitting at my dining table, cats on the floor underneath, and I'm using my laptop. I'm looking out at my garden, which is sadly in need of some autumn tidying up, a job for the weekend. And I know a lot of you are working at home as well. So it's really, really different. And we realise that. First of all, I'd like to say a big welcome to all new students in health and social work and to congratulate you all on obtaining your places on our fantastic programmes. Then also a huge welcome back to all of our returning students. And I want to congratulate you all on your hard work and on the way you managed during the lockdown period, carrying on with your studies, your exams and your placements in what was a very different situation. I hope you're all managing well with your blended learning. And I know some of you are actually on placement as I speak. So I hope that's going well. All of the staff in the school have been working tirelessly to provide you with a great learning experience within the constraints that we're still under at the moment. In the same way as you, we've all learned loads of new skills in relation to our digitally enhanced learning environments. Of course, some of you are actually living on campus and attending for some practical sessions. You're all on programmes considered to be of national importance. So we're working hard to provide you with the necessary knowledge and skills to prepare you for practice. You are all amazing, so well done. Remember, there is lots of support available for you to access, both from central university services and within the school. Later on in the podcast, you'll all hear from Valerie Brossier. She's part of our team and she'll be telling you about the academic support you can access in the school. 
For those of you who are a bit nearer to qualification, I'll be talking to colleagues from our University of Hertfordshire Careers and Employability Service, and they'll be telling you about specific support that you can access when you're considering your first job. So things about writing your CVs and having practice interviews, loads of really good stuff you can access. I'll also be talking to some of our school community organisers. These are four HSK students who are working with the Students' Union and your student programme representatives to ensure that your voice is heard and that we respond to your feedback throughout the year. I'm really looking forward to being in touch with all of our reps as we go through this academic year. Well, I think that's probably enough from me for now. We really do acknowledge that these are testing times for everyone, but we will continue to support you in every way we can and know that you will rise to the challenge and be successful in your learning journeys. Bye for now. Thanks, Karen, for that beautiful introduction and for sharing with us the important news plus keeping us up to date on what's going on in the school. We also thank you for letting us know of the various support and opportunities that are currently available to our students. Thank you, Karen. Our school community organizer often referred to as a SEO is a very important student's role. Hattie, a second-year paramedic science student and one of the current SEOs for the School of Health and Social Work, is our next guest. I now hand you over to Karen, who had the opportunity of meeting and interviewing Hattie. Hello again, everybody. I'm now going to be chatting to our, one of our school community organisers, I'm going to be speaking to all four of them over the first couple of podcasts in this academic year. So first of all, I'd like to welcome Hattie Podmore. Hattie, would you like to just introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. My name's Hattie and I am a second year paramedic science SEO. I'm from Yorkshire originally, studied at York College and then came down to the University of Hertfordshire. In my first year, I took part in the hockey and swimming And I also work as a lifeguard at David Lloyd uh, while I'm studying at university. Okay. And what made you decide to become an SCO? Um, Well, last year as a first year student, I was a rep for our course. And I really enjoyed being a rep, being able to take part in um, the programme meetings and also getting feedback from the students and being able to make a bit of change with them. I also worked quite closely with Kaylee, who was our last year SCO and saw the work she did. And thought it'd be a really good opportunity to make a bit of change in our school. Also, given the way things are this year as well, it's uh, it's nice to be able to help out and make sure that people are coping and, and getting feedback on working on Zoom given uh, COVID. Absolutely. That's great. Thank you. And yes, I mean, I think this year has been particularly challenging. Yeah. So can you just tell us which programmes, because obviously between the four of you, you're supporting all the undergraduate programmes. Um, which programmes are you supporting? Um, so obviously I'll be supporting my own course, Paramedic Science. In addition, I have pre-registration midwifery and also social work this year as well. Okay, so that's great. Thanks. So can you tell me a little bit about maybe what you've been doing working with the other SCOs? So maybe the other three in HSK, 
or maybe across the university? How's it gone so far? Yeah, of course. So we had our first week's training when I met other SEOs. And following that, myself, Daniel, Merrily and Ruby have had a number of meetings where we've discussed plans, what we think is achievable this year and the way we're going to do it. We do keep in contact with a group chat, of course, whereas we're all out on placement at the minute. So it's a bit interesting. And we're also all in a Teams group as well with the other reps. So we do keep in touch with each other. And going forward as well, we're trying to think of ways of doing more sort of routine catch ups with a bit of a coffee and a catch up with students as well. The last thing we've done actually was sat down and complete our first report for September, just about what we've done so far. But I say with us all on placement, it's a bit difficult at the minute. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really different in HSK, perhaps in, you know, in relation to other schools where students are just um, in all the time. Um, so placements are always a challenge when you're a rep or, or working in that way, I think. Now, you're obviously going to be working with the student representatives from each of the programmes that you're working with. Can you say a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. I have reached out to a few of them, but they've only just come through sort of this past week. So my plan with student reps is to mainly have a sort of first meeting, just an initial meeting to set down sort of what their role is, what they expect the role to be as well, understand, you know, what they believe to be their role, and then discuss what they would like to achieve if they have anything in particular that's made them want to become a rep. If there was something in particular, we can discuss that. And also what we expect of them in terms of programme meetings and reports. But also just to get to know them, get to know why they're in the role, why they're in the course as well. And hopefully if if we sort of have a bit of a better bond between us, it'll be better going forward through the year just to make sure we can keep in touch. That's lovely. You started to talk a little bit about what you've done so far. Is there anything else you've done in the time since you've become an SEO or if you've covered that already, what are the plans you've got for the rest of the year? So far, we have started reaching out to our societies. I know Daniel's worked with the Nursing Society to get that back up and running. I've been in contact with both the Paramedic Science and the Midwifery Society about their plans this year, potentially collaborations and things like that. And also had a chat with the um, social work team about potentially making a new society there. Between myself and the other SEOs this year, we're really trying hard to feel more of a sense of community in HSK. So following this, we're trying to set up an Instagram page to have a bit more publicity of our school, as I've seen the other schools have them, and they tend to be quite well received. So that's something we're looking into. We've started doing this by getting a bit of information about each of our SEOs and a picture that we can put on there when we set it up. So that's our starting plan. Um, Moving forward, one of my main focuses this year and also with the other SEOs is health and well-being of all our students, given what's going on this year. So we'll be over the year trying to look into what resources we have available. I know in paramedic science, for a start, we've been looking into the mentoring scheme, which society are working really hard with and how we can set up second and third year mentors for our first year students. I'll hopefully be trying to bring this into midwifery and maybe social work as well, because it seems to be very well received. In addition, we'll be looking at the resources available, such as the chaplaincy service and the wellbeing services at the university. And also for students that are working in the NHS, like a lot of our HSK students, what's available to them through the NHS services. There's lots of charities available at the minute. So we'll definitely be looking into that. And uh, as well, we'll also be trying to work towards possibly an inter-school conference towards the end of the year. Obviously, everything is very dependent on COVID and where we can be and whether we can be in a classroom or Zoom. I know we have already started to discuss this, different talkers we can have, and um, the societies, again, are working really hard on that. So it's just overseeing that and making sure that 
they have everything they need and that it's all going to work out hopefully. That's brilliant. Sounds like a really good plan. One thing I know that I've been in contact with you about is the Fika Emotional Wellness app. Have you been able to spread the word about that to, to students? Yeah, so one of the first things I set out as a um, SEO was that I wanted to be in all the first year inductions for my three sections. So I sat in on all of the first year inductions and it was one of the things that I went through and I said, uh, this is the Viker app, you know, you all have a registration to it as part of being part of the university. So it's great that the students know that it is available and we're trying to look as well, if we do get the Instagram page set up soon, potentially putting some information out on there about it, that it is a free resource to them. I had a look at it myself and it is, it is a great resource. It really does. It does help. Thank you very much. That's great. So it sounds like you've got a busy year ahead. Um, yeah. And I know it's, it is tricky, as we've said, you know, it's challenging because you're, you're all going to be out on placement, as are the students that you're working with. So it is, it is tricky to keep in touch. But I think having the Instagram and were you thinking about WhatsApp as well? Or is, is it going to be Instagram that's going to be the main? Yeah, of course. So some of my programmes have more reps in than others at the moment. We're just working on that. So I already have my paramedic science reps in a WhatsApp group. I'm looking at getting the midwifery cohort into one. And I'm also in the first year and some second year WhatsApps as well, because quite often there'll be questions that pop up on there that as a second year student, I can answer. And with my contacts with the SU, I can find answers to. So quite often I can answer questions at that point before, you know, it has to go into lectures, into emails, things like that, if we can answer it as soon as it comes out. I think as well, working in HSK, it's a very steep learning curve for some students, especially myself came straight out of college especially on the paramedic science course, you do see quite a lot very quickly. So it's just making sure that if they have questions that we we try and answer them the best we can and set an expectation of what this course is. As with a lot of the HSK courses, it can be very different to what people expect. Absolutely. And um, I think if you've got some networks that are existing where maybe questions can get answered a bit more quickly, and also coming from the student perspective, which I think is really important because yeah. you know, as staff, we think along certain lines, but actually when you're actually experiencing it as a student, you can give it from that view as well, which is really helpful. Okay, well, anything else? Any last nuggets of, of wisdom <laughs> you'd like to impart to the listeners before we wrap up? Oh, who knows? Um... I would just say that, I mean, the coffee and catch-ups, I'm hopefully going to open them up to everyone that wants to join. I know last year they were mainly for the reps, but I'm trying to open up a platform because we're not in classes and we don't see each other face-to-face a lot. And there isn't always an opportunity where we do have a platform where students can ask questions, you know, raise concerns. I think the thing is this year, just even if we're not in classes, that we still can hear all the feedback and act on this as well as quick as possible because I'm aware that for some students this pandemic and isolating can be very difficult and I want people to know that we are still listening and we are still here so I know our emails are quite freely available in in a lot of the group chats and and on the program sites so if anyone has any questions I'm more than happy to help where I can and um yeah don't mind dropping me a line that's brilliant thank you so much Hattie I just think it's really important you know that we've got your input and the input of the reps through you so that we can hear the student voice, which is absolutely crucial, and particularly, again, at this time. So it's been really great chatting to you, and thanks ever so much. And maybe we'll hear from you again a bit later on in the year to hear how some of your projects have been going. Of course. Thank you for your time. Okay. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bye for now.
Wow, what a beautiful message from Hati and Karen. Hati, thank you for coming to the HSK Student Pod to speak to the HSK Student Pod listeners. I'm sure our listeners are going to find your message very helpful, especially for the student listeners. Hati, you are indeed a champion for HSK students, and I'm sure all the students you represent appreciate your role and the time you are putting in as a school community organizer. Not to forget, on top of your SCO role, you are also having the same academic study pressure from your course similar to what the other students are going through. Thanks, Hati. We do appreciate your role. Also, thank you to Karen for meeting and interviewing Hati. Thank you, Karen. The University of Hertfordshire offers a range of advice and support services to its students. For this month's professional spotlight, we have for our guests Suzanne and Shimo from the Careers and Employment team. Suzanne and Shimo are going to share a brief message with us to help raise awareness of the various advice and support services offered by the Careers and Employment team at the University of Hertfordshire. I now hand you over to Karen who had the opportunity of meeting and interviewing Suzanne and Shimo. Today, I'd like to welcome two members from our Hertfordshire Careers and Employment Service. So we've got Suzanne and Shimo, and they're going to tell you all about the services that they provide to the students and a little bit perhaps about how that's tailored for you, you, particularly in health and social work. So if I can hand over to Suzanne in the first instance. My name is Suzanne Ball and I'm one of the careers advisors at the Careers and Employment Service. And I've been supporting the School of Health and Social Work for a few years now. So my role is to work with lecturers within the school, but also to support students on a one to one basis. And we can offer careers guidance, which I can go into in a bit more detail later. We also have a series of a very good set of resources, um, including some health and social work specific resources, which I'm also happy to tell you more about as well. Perhaps if I just hand over to my colleague Shimmel now and she can tell you a bit more about her role. Hi, everyone. And thank you very much for having us on the podcast today. So I'm Shimmel, one of um, the Enterprise Advisors. So I support students and recent graduates who are interested in freelancing or starting a business. Looking forward to telling you more about how we can help and support you. So I'm looking forward to, to talking to you more about that during this podcast. Lovely, thank you. So Suzanne, would you like to tell everybody a bit more about the services and resources that are available? I think sometimes students from health and social work wonder whether you know, why careers and employment could be relevant to them as you're studying for courses that will give you professional registration. But just to make you aware that we can support you with all aspects of the career management and planning process. So, for example, we can give you advice and support if you're writing a CV or you're making an application and writing a personal statement. We can review those for you before you send them off. We can also help you with interview preparation and we can even give you a mock interview if you're a bit nervous about going for your first few interviews. Additionally, we can give you guidance. We are trained and experienced careers guidance practitioners within the team, and we can help you with all aspects of the career planning, career management process. So, for example, if you're trying to work out which jobs to apply to, maybe you're in the lucky situation where you have a number of job offers and you can't decide which one to go for, 
if you just want to talk through the choices and options open to you about your future career direction, we can help you with all of those. And we will work through you to help you talk through all your options and also help you to plan your next steps. And the one thing I want to really emphasize is we don't tell you what you should do. We help you to work out what options are best for you. We also have a, a very good series of resources as well. So perhaps I'll talk about those a bit later. Lovely. Thank you. hand over to you Shimmel to tell us a little bit about what you do. So there's lots of support available to current students at the university who are interested in exploring options for making their business idea a reality. So as well as the one-to-one advice and support we offer um, training in terms of workshops, events, all of those are being held virtually at the moment but we do also have um, office space funding. So lots to explore, including a huge um, number of resources that can be accessed through the careers portal. Okay, thank you. And have you got any examples, perhaps, of HSK students who've used your services before? Yes, um, we have had um, examples of health and social work students. So we've had um, a midwife who developed um, a product that monitored um, fetal heart rate. And more recently, One of the winners of the flair competition and was a paramedic student who set up a business for an ambulance service aimed at live events. That's really good. Thank you. Suzanne, I think you said something about resources that were available as well. That's right. We're very proud of our set of resources online. So we have an amazing set on our careers portal and Schimmel's mentioned it as well. Our careers portal you can access currently through careerhub.hearts.ac.uk. That link will continue to work, but we are changing our provider fairly soon, but the link will still work. So I think that's probably all you need to remember for the moment. But we have a huge range of of helpful resources. So, for example, we have an online CV checker that you can run your CV through before you send it off. We have a video interview practice program. So if you've got an interview coming up, you can, whether it's a video or face-to-face interview, you can use that to practice answering questions. We have huge amounts of other you know, handouts and videos on a whole range of career management and self-development topics as well. So, for example, if you want to improve your presentation skills, there's helpful resources on there, too. We also have a health and social work specific area, which gives detailed step by step instructions on how to use the NHS and pub- other public sector application portals. And also it has guides on interview questions and interview formats for health and social work students and specific CV guide as well. We also have a disability area. So it has resources for students who have disabilities, which includes guides on how to request adjustments to the recruitment process and also gain adaptations in the workplace. So pretty much we've got all bases covered and you can access these resources 24/7 so they're available to you throughout the year and also you can access all our services and our resources for up to 3 years after graduation that's brilliant and if a student is on campus can they access you live so to speak rather than online at all one to one services are being delivered online at the moment however we do have a staffed help desk in our office which is on the ground floor of the Hutton hub and there'll be somebody on there during office hours. So if you have a quick question, you're very welcome to pop in and talk to the person on the help desk. 
But equally, you can log on to Career Hub and you can book an appointment, you can access our resources, and you can also email a question to us either through the Career Hub service or through careers at hearts.ac.uk. That's great. I mean, there's a really good range of resources there for students in general, but I think really nice to see that there are some that are specifically for HSK and have been found to be useful by students in the past. Any other points you'd like to talk to us about? Just to highlight that often, especially students who aren't from the business school, perhaps that they don't feel that starting a business is for them or they need to have business skills in place before they can start a business. They can learn along the way and our service is really designed to support students who perhaps don't have the skills. We can help you develop those. So please don't feel that it's not for you. If it's something that you're interested in doing, as we've sort of mentioned, there are a huge range of resources and there's a lot of one-to-one support. I've come along maybe to some of our networking events and online and meet with others. That's lovely. Thank you. And similarly to what Suzanne said earlier, your services are available um, after students graduate as well. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So we can support for up to three years after students have graduated and beyond as well. So even if someone has qualified, but then they want to set up their own business, they could come back and get some support. Absolutely. And we do have people who perhaps set up private clinics or who have contracts with the NHS who come back to us years after. So it would be really nice to hear from people, you know, if people keep in mind that the university is here to support. Brilliant. Thank you. And Suzanne, is there anything, I mean, you've talked about helping with the NHS jobs site and so on. Does the service do anything to put students and employers in contact with each other at all? Particularly if jobs or events are notified to us by employers, we also put them onto our careers portal. So career, again, Career Hub at the moment. So again, you're very welcome to search for outside events and also for NHS and other public sector jobs on the site. We don't get huge numbers, but we do get them. So it is definitely worth looking you know, when you're actively job hunting to see what's out there. And we also have part-time jobs. So if you're looking for a part-time job, particularly in the social care sector, we certainly get plenty of those on the website too. Okay, thank you very much. Anything else, any other nuggets of wisdom you'd like to tell us before we finish this section? I would just like to say also just at the moment, a lot of students are setting up sort of social enterprises or they're looking to develop ideas related to supporting the community we can help with all those things so any idea that you've got may help society or even if you know if you are looking maybe to earn some additional income whatever route you want to go down there is support thank you and Suzanne any last words yes I think again as similarly to what Shimmel was saying you know we're here to support you term time we're open vacations as well we're here for up to three years after graduation so even if a few years down the line when you've you've got becoming established in your career and you maybe want to apply for that next job we're still here to support you 
So any questions, any concerns, any anything you think you might need help with in any aspect of the career planning job application process, do do get in touch. We'll do what we can to support you. That's really good. Thank you so much for your input. It's been a really interesting section and I'm sure that students and the staff who listen to the podcast will find the information really helpful. So thank you again. Thank you. Suzanne and Shimo, what an enlightening message you have left with our listeners. Thank you so much for the useful information you have shared with us today. I'm sure our student listeners are going to take on the key message and make use of the various services the careers and employment team has on offer, such as making use of the professional guidance to take those new invention ideas to the next level and also preparation for those special job interviews. Dear HSK pod listeners, including all the other University of Hertfordshire students, as Susan and Shimo have summarized for us, I hope you are now more aware of what the careers and the employment team can do for you during your time at the University of Hertfordshire, including when you finish your studies with the University of Hertfordshire. I also hope you now know where they are best and how to get in touch with them. Thank you, Karen, for interviewing Suzanne and Shimo. Dear listeners, we have an opportunity to hear from our next guest, Melary, a third-year adult nursing student. She's also one of the current school community organizers for HSK. I now hand you over to Karen, who had the opportunity of meeting and interviewing Melary. So now I'm going to be meeting with the second of our HSK SCOs, Merrilee Hondi. And um, Merrilee, I wonder if you'd like to introduce yourself, tell us what programme you're on, tell us a little bit about yourself to start with. Hey guys, my name is Merrilee Hondi and I'm a third year adult nursing student and I'm also an SCO as well. And the reason why I applied to become an SCO is I feel like with us as nurses, there's not much available for us in terms of like well-being or activities or even like societies so I felt like me taking up this role I'm able to listen to your needs and have things implemented for us to help us whenever there's any issues or problems or even just talk to someone so that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to become an SEO and here I am. Lovely thank you and which programs are you particularly looking after in HSK? This year, I'm looking after child nursing and other nurses, so undergraduates and masters as well. That's great. And so that might also be a mixture of home students and, and some international students. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. So basically, people are from here and people who are, you know, from other places as well. So basically, anyone within the child and adult nurses. Can you tell us a little bit maybe about some of the work you've been doing so far? Because I, I know you've not been an SCO for very long but what, what have you been doing? <laughs> um, so far so me and the team have just been planning things that we want to implement for this year or this academic year 
see, we're trying to implement coffee and catch up with anyone within the nursing fields, just for them to talk about whether placement, and especially this year because of COVID and how it's changed a lot of things in terms of like assignments and lectures. I feel like there is definitely a lot of concerns around that. And just having that, it would definitely help all of us with our well-being because I feel like there's a lot of us and I feel like sometimes we're not really heard. But just to have a, a place where we can just talk, I feel like that's definitely needed. So we were trying to implement that, hopefully, this academic year. Also, we have a nurse society run by Daniel. He has a few ideas that he's trying to add in. And even me, I feel like we all have ideas that we want to try and involve in societies or activities or whether we meet up once a month. So that way you get to see other nurses and other fields and speak to them. And maybe they might inspire you to do different things and things like that and learn from one another. And I feel like that's important because we can always learn from each other. And we've all experienced different things as well and seen different things. I feel like that's definitely beneficial for us as well. We're still in the planning stages, but there's ideas of like societies and coffee and catch up and even just like a day where we practice our moving handling skills or like BLS skills, stuff like that. Because I feel like sometimes whenever you're on placement, you feel like you forget the essential stuff. But having a place where you can practice it, it can definitely help with that as well. That's what we've got so far. That's great. And I think, you know, because you're a third year, obviously mm-hmm. you had quite a lot of experience of, of placement already. So you might be able to help with those students who haven't perhaps had quite as much experience of being out on placement. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially those in first years, because whenever you go to your first placement, it can be very scary, especially if you have no experience within healthcare. Because when I first started, I never worked in healthcare, never became HEA. So for me, it was all new. But once you get into it, everyone is so nice. The mentors really like help you and guide you what you need to do. And by the time you get your third year, in terms of like taking blood pressure injections, I've lost count. I've taken so many, like I've lost counts. Once you, once you get used to it, it just becomes your, like a norm. So it can be scary, but trust me, things do get better and you do learn a lot and you see a lot as well. So Yeah, that's good. I think Hattie was talking about that sort of thing as well, you know, that you, you, you see a lot of things actually very quickly when you come mm-hmm. onto these programmes, which perhaps you weren't expecting when you started. So um, yeah. having to talk to about those sorts of things can be really helpful. talked about the societies I, I wonder if you've been in touch with any of your student representatives yet I know they're only newly come onto the scene but I don't know if you've spoken to any of them yet um not yet I have their details and I'm in their group chat as well and so I'm um, hopefully by end this week I'm going to try and attempt to contact them and hopefully make a whatsapp group chat so we can discuss whatever ideas we have and stuff like that so yeah that's still in the progress yeah I mean I think we've only just got all the details of the reps coming through so we're trying to fill those gaps and get as many of the reps onto our list so that we can contact everyone really, really easily. Anything else you'd like to tell us about from the point of view of the SCO work? Anything that you've got planned as the year goes on? Yeah, in terms of our plans, like I've said before, I want to try to implement more activities for us because I know with other schools, they've tried to make like meet and greets or like fun little activities. So I would like to do the same for nurses as well. Maybe stuff like maybe activities for other nurses or maybe some with just all full nurses, different year groups, even masters as well. So maybe like like a games night, stuff like that, just to like relax, cool off, especially after placement or stressing about assignments, especially IPE and LPD. 
So things like that, I feel like it's definitely beneficial because I'm all about well-being and just taking care of my mental health. There's going to be a lot of things catered to that. That's what we're trying to do. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, and I think Hattie said as well, you know, particularly in this situation with COVID-19, mm-hmm. some of those things are even more important, aren't they, to, to keep networks and for, to help students feel they're in a community of students and staff as well. So I think that's, that's really key. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Merrily, thank you very much for having a chat to me. And as I mentioned, hopefully we'll speak to you later on in the academic year <laughs> to see how things have gone and how some of your projects have worked out. So thanks very much. And we'll no problem. Again it's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Wow, what another positive and energetic message from our school community organizer. Mallory, thank you for coming to the HSK Student Pod to speak to the HSK Student Pod listeners. I'm sure our listeners are going to find your message very helpful, especially for the students who didn't know what a school community organizer does. As mentioned earlier, Mallory, you are also indeed a champion for HSK students, and I'm sure all the students you do represent appreciate your role and the time you are putting in as a school community organizer. Your messages have actually shown and indicated you are both very passionate about your SCO roles. Thanks, Mary. We do appreciate your role. Don't forget, many thanks to Karen for meeting and interviewing Mary. Thank you, Karen. Student success and positive experience on enrolled courses is very important at the University of Hertfordshire. The School of Health and Social Work has got its own academic skills, advice and support team. I am pleased to say our next guest is Valerie from the HSK Academic Skills, Advice and Support Team. Valerie is going to briefly let us know what her team can do for you. I now hand you over to Valerie. Hello. I'm Valérie Brossier and I lead the Academic Skills Advice Service in the School of Health and Social Work. The other members of the team are Helen Stamp and Patwood. As a team, we're here to help you improve your academic skills and your grades. We are normally located in the Wright Building in LF271, but at the moment and until the foreseeable future, we are working from home. So I want to explain a little bit how you can make the most of our services. The very first thing you can do is explore the Academic Skills Advice website or the ASA website. It is the school's very own website. It is available from any browser at any time. You do not need to access it via StudyNet. It's very easy to navigate and it has many resources to help you with your studies. For example, it has the school's referencing guidelines, including the quick check referencing guidelines. It also has an assessment page, a very 
important page to help you understand how to be successful in the assessment process. For example, it explains what academic integrity is, how to avoid plagiarism. It also has information on what to do if you have a problem meeting your coursework deadline or if you're not fit to sit an exam. There is an extensive section as well on academic writing. And there you will find the HSK Academic Writing Skills Study Guide, which has everything you need to know about the basics of good academic writing. You will find as well examples of good academic writing at all levels. You will find as well the Critical Thinking Study Guide. It will help you to learn to think and write critically. You will find as well short video tutorials on analysis, critical analysis, evaluation and synthesis. These are very useful to help you understand what the expectations are when you are asked to, for example, critically analyse. And these short videos are followed by examples for illustration. Another really important page is the one on literature searching skills with excellent video tutorials on how to find the best literature for your assignments. There is also a health numeracy page with some excellent video tutorials and post-tutorial quiz questions to help you with weight conversion, liquid conversion, tablet dosage calculation. So very useful for many of you. We also have resources for students whose English is not the first language. So please explore these. And actually, it can be useful as well for any student. Finally, the website is the place to go to if you want to book a workshop or one-to-one -one academic advice. So we do offer workshops. First of all, you will have workshops that are organized by your program leader or module leaders and are part of your timetable. In addition, we have extra workshops on academic writing and you can find details about these workshops on the website and you can book a place there as well. If you can't attend or if you do not wish to attend a workshop, please have a look at the handouts related to the workshops. They are probably useful for most of you or all of you. Also, if you want to, you can arrange your own workshops. For example, if you find that the dates that are offered are not suitable, or if you find that you and some of your friends have similar issues with an aspect of academic writing, you can send me an email to organize a workshop at a time that suits you and me. So that's for the workshops. You can also, after working with the resources on the website, request a one-to-one -one meeting. Sometimes one of your lecturers will advise you to contact us and usually it will be part of your feedback on one of your assignments. Or you might be doing fine, but you would like to enhance your writing skills further, for example. So to access one-to-one -one advice, you need to complete a self-referral form and send it as an attachment to an email to me, Valérie Brossier. 
At the moment, and until further notice, this one-to-one advice is all done online, via Zoom or via email. The Zoom tutorials can last up to 50 minutes, one hour maximum. So what do we do in the one-to-one sessions? It's really up to you. It depends on what you want to cover, what you want to discuss, what you want to look at. But generally, what we do help with is advice related to understanding the feedback you have received on an assignment, for example, how you can move forward to produce a better assignment in the future. We also provide advice on planning, structuring, the development of an academic argument, how to develop paragraphs, and the advice can also be on sentence construction, grammar, spelling, academic writing style, how to proofread effectively. So generally, what makes good academic writing? But there are things we don't do. (laughs) We don't advise on the content of an assignment. So if you need advice on the content of an assignment, please go to the lecturers of the module team. Also, you need to know that we are not a proofreading service. So we can't proofread an entire assignment for you. We're very happy to help you develop techniques to proofread effectively, but we are not a proofreading service. Just a tip before I finish. It's really important that you seek assignment support as early as possible so that you can make the best of the time available before submission. Also, as our services can be in high demand, we are unlikely to be able to see you at short notice. So do plan ahead, please. I hope you have found this short podcast useful and that you will make the most of the website and our services to help you in your studies. We really look forward to working with you. Many thanks for listening. And on behalf of the ASA team, I wish you the best of luck in your studies. Thank you. Thank you, Valerie, for the useful information you have shared with us today. I'm sure our student listeners are going to take on your key message and make use of the various support and resources the HSK Academic Skills Advice and Support Team has on offer. Dear listeners, I do really encourage you to always visit the Academic Skills Advice website. It's really a great resource. Valerie, it's been a pleasure to have you here today as one of our guests. Thank you, Valerie. Dear HSK Student Pod listeners, I am glad to say I have a very important guest for you next who is going to share a message with us. The Dean of School, Jackie Kelly, is our next guest. I now hand you over to Jackie. Hello, everyone. My name is Jackie Kelly, and I'm the Dean of the School of Health and Social Work here at the University of Hertfordshire. It's wonderful to have an opportunity to speak to you on the podcast. And I start by just sending a very warm welcome to all of you 
our returning students, if you're joining us back on your program, um, and to all of our new students who have joined us as part of our September 2020 cohort. Um, a very, very warm welcome to all of you. And I hope that this message finds you well in what are absolutely unprecedented times. We're all very familiar now with the changes and the challenges that we have faced as a society following the onset of the pandemic in March of this year. And we continue at the university to adapt our programmes, to adapt our provision, our resources and our facilities to support you and to ensure that we can optimise your experience whilst we're all working in these new and in these changed ways. I would like to extend a huge thank you to all of our students, both new and our current existing students, for your support throughout this time. You have been providing really positive feedback to us about how we have supported your experience and I thank you for sharing that feedback. Of course we know that there have been challenges both in terms of the ongoing delivery of the programmes as we've changed and adapted to delivering a more blended approach with more online delivery, different resources available to you as well as supporting that with the delivery on site of our clinical um, and other sessions. Thank you to everybody for your forbearance while we have made some of those changes and adaptations and I hope at the moment that your experience feels as positive as it should as a University of Hertfordshire student here in the school. For those of you that have just joined us, I recognise and it's important to acknowledge that there have been some challenges in relation to the registration processes as you've joined us. I apologise for any personal inconveniences that you may have had or particular challenges you've had as an individual. And again, to reassure you that we are learning from these experiences. We are changing and adapting our resources and our facilities to make sure that we can optimise your experience as we go forward in the coming academic year. As I said from the outset, we are engaging in our new academic year in the most extraordinary times. And whilst there have no doubt been significant challenges, it's been absolutely wonderful to hear those positive stories from our students who've been on placements, from our staff, many of whom have actually worked within the clinical environments during the pandemic, going back into practice to make that positive contribution. Our research teams who have been very proactive and responsive in facilitating active research so that we can learn and continue to contribute to the body of knowledge as we begin to understand the health and social care environment in the context of the pandemic. And whilst the coronavirus pandemic has been at the forefront of everybody's minds and we reflect on those people who have had experiences of loss in terms of their family or friends or colleagues. We also look forward to the wider value in the health and social care professions. This experience has shown just how valuable the health and social care professions are within the communities and the differences that you can make within your chosen career. As a student here at the university, of course, our job is to make sure that we deliver the very best quality of education so that you can optimise and transform your life to be the best that you can be in that chosen profession. That's a partnership between you, us and our partner organisations who provide your placements. And I remind you of the student charter in relation to your responsibilities, both in terms of supporting yourself, engaging with us and supporting one another alongside our commitment to you 
to support you in partnership and to work with you to give you the very best experience that you can have here at the university. One important area that I wanted to focus on was around our students' mental health and well-being. And once again, the experiences in recent months have shown us that it is really, really important that we prioritise our own well-being to enable us to be as able as we can be to support others. And so I pause for a moment to remind you to look after yourselves, to think about your own mental health and well-being. There's excitement and energy in the learning opportunities that you have, both in terms of your theoretical engagement, as well as the experiences you'll have in practice. But it's also important to take time to look after yourself outside of your studies, in your wider life, with your family and with your friends, to prioritise that personal support, to give you the resilience to engage proactively with your studies and the challenges therein. In the university, through the Dean of Students Office and our student services, we have a lot of well-being opportunities that you can engage with. And I highlight just one, our FICA app, the FIKA FICA app that we have invested in, which is a tool to help you to think about your own well-being, particularly around your mental health, but also around physical health and well-being. So please do engage with these tools and do feed back to us about the value that they have for you. And we will continue to work with you to improve those facilities and resources so that you can be supported appropriately as you engage with your studies. To those of you who are our returning students or to any students who may engage with this podcast and who are completing their studies and will graduate this year, I offer you our warmest congratulations on your success. For those graduating this year, it has indeed been a very different time. But your resilience that you have shown as individuals and as programme, as cohorts, has been amazing. At this time of year, we would be celebrating that graduation and we hope to welcome you back in the springtime to be able to do just that. And I look forward to it immensely as we look at your smiling faces and be able to celebrate with you and your families. And let's hope that we can do that as we hope to in April next year. For now, I wish all of you, both returning to studies and those starting to study with us, whether our home students, our European students, those from overseas, wherever you are joining us from, each and every one of you are warmly welcomed as part of the community here in the School of Health and Social Work. I wish you every success this year in your ongoing studies. And I thank you for being here in the School of Health and Social Work. You will bring a unique contribution, each and every one of you, to our university and our school community. And I hope you enjoy your ongoing studies. Many thanks. Thank you so much, Jackie, for the important message you have shared with us today. I'm sure our listeners have enjoyed listening to you. We value the time you have taken to come and speak to our listeners. It's always a pleasure to have our Dean of School as a guest on the HSK Student Pod. 
Thank you, Jackie, for joining us today. We look forward to having you back in future episodes. Before we come to the end of this podcast, I wish to thank our guests, Karen, our Associate Dean for Learning and Teaching and Student Experience, Hattie, Mary, Suzanne, Shimo, Valerie, and Jackie, our Dean of School, for the good messages and news they have shared with us today. It's always a pleasure to have you on the HSK Student Pod. Also need to thank all other anonymous staff members who have made this episode to be a success. Thank you for all your support and creative ideas. We do appreciate. Please, if you have not yet done so, do not forget to sign up to the HSK Student Podcast so that you can receive new episodes automatically. This can be done by either downloading and installing the SoundCloud app, which is a free app which will give you easy access to the podcast episodes. Those who have iPhones can also get access to the podcast through the iTunes download list. Also need to encourage you to remind five friends of yours to listen to this podcast episode. By doing this, you are doing your part to help build the HSK staff student community. Please, do get in touch if you've got an idea or a message you'd want to share with our listeners. Nothing is too small to be shared. Just send an email to richard on r.matovo2 at hearts.ac.uk That is r for richard dot m for mother, a for apple, t for thomas, o for office, V for Victor, U for Umbrella, then you write a number 2, then followed by this is the usual at hearts.ac.uk. We are always delighted to hear from our listeners. Dear listeners, before we end our podcast, just in case you have not yet done so, please look out for news and information related to the FICA Mental Fitness app. You need to install this app on your phone and make use of the wonderful well-being activities and resources it has on offer. As an HSK student, you actually have access to the premium version, already paid for by the school. So please, make use of this wonderful resource. For more details on how to access and install the FICA Mental Fitness app, please visit the school site under the news section and also, this information should really be available on your program site and on some module sites. I wish all our student pod listeners good luck on your placements and good luck in your assignments. Do not forget to make use of the support there is for you here in the school and in the wider university. Please, as you write those assignments, you are reminded that the new HSK referencing guidelines were recently released. More details are on the Academic Skills Advice website under the referencing page. Please, do not use the old referencing guidelines. You must use the new referencing guidelines and it's always a good practice to have a copy of these guidelines or you can bookmark the referencing page. I know we are very busy with placements, assignments, and home commitments, but 
do not always forget to look out for the communication or news from the school or from the university, which often may come through your email, it could come through your Canvas site module notifications, it could come through your news section on the program site or on the school study net site or from the main university website. Lastly, I just need to say to all our dear listeners, look after yourselves, be safe, keep warm, and hopefully everything you do in November goes well for you. Thank you for joining us and for being part of this episode. Bye-bye from Richard, your host, and join us in our next HSK Student Pod, which will have something fresh and new to listen to.